Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. This is Black Writer Space once again. I am your host, Miss Mocha. And tonight we have an awesome, awesome guest. Um, she is one of Wahida Clark Presents Authors. Her name is author Nene Capri. I'm very excited to have her on. And uh, she's the author of The Pussy Trap 1 and 2. So I'm going to bring her on. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? <laughs> I'm holding on. We in the storm, but, you know, we weathering it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm so, girl, I be so into this computer and, and Facebook <laughs> and marketing stuff. I just found out about it. So, mm. yeah, sorry about yeah. that. That's but okay. thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Anytime. That's what Black Writer Space is here for. Okay, let's get started. Now, tell me who is author Nene Capri and how did all this get started? <laughs> well, you know, I'm just an average um, person. Um, I'm with Wahida Clark um, Presents Publishing. I've been with her actual company on a, as a writer for the last year. Um, besides that, I was behind the scenes, um, street team, you know, out there repping our authors. A lot of the authors are behind the wall. So, you know, basically doing the, the street team thing, making sure we get recognition for our other authors who are on the label, building the brand. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's what we've been doing for the last few years. Okay. Now, um so have you always been a writer? Like, did did you, you were just, like, you feel like you were born to write? Uh, was it a um, a stress reliever that you just kind of picked up? Or how did your writing, how did you get started with writing? Um, I started writing around the age of 10. Um, as I always state, my stepfather gave me a journal um, when I was 10 years old for Christmas. He gave me a journal and he gave me a pen that was made out of a bird feather and he put a, a ink cartridge in it, and um, he gave that to me. So that began me into writing. Um, I used the journal to, like you said, relieve stress, you know, when you have troubles, yeah. when you have sadness. You know, I always went to my journal. Um, when I became in my teen years and I was in junior high school, I got into poetry. You know, Nikki Giovanni was one of my favorites, and um, I found that, you know, poetry speaks from the soul. So I got heavy into poetry. So I always used it, you know, to express myself, express my feelings, and, you know, just to get away. So, yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Um, I think writing uh, provides life in a yeah. lot of ways, a lot of ways. Yeah. So I'm always excited to sh- um, um Share in the 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 common ground with with other writers. So yes, um, great. Now tell us how the um. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. You probably get asked this a whole lot. How mm-hmm. you come up with this title, the pussy trap? 
<laughs> well, I was going to call it something else because uh, one of the characters in the book is a strong female character, and it's a lot of based around her life, Coco. So I started off calling it Hot Coco. So uh, Wahida's daughter, we all were sitting around, and we was talking, and they're like, okay, what's going to be the name of the book? So I said, it's going to be Hot Coco. So she was like, well, is it about a stripper? So we just fell out laughing. So I was like, no, it's not about a stripper. So Wahida was like, yeah, try to come with something harder. So I'm saying to myself, you know, what – am I going to come with? And um, I I was writing, and I went to sleep writing, as I usually do, and I started to dream the characters. And the the dominant male character um, in my dream, I was having a conversation with him, and in the dream he had said, pussy is a trap. And I woke up like 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm fumbling around looking for my notepad and my pen that I keep by the bed, and I wrote down the pussy trap. And um, when I came to Wahida, she was like, that's it. That's it right there. That's what it's going to be called. And it was born. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <me> from there. <laughs> that's something. You say you keep your pen and pad right by the bed. All so the that time. means you, you get, girl, that's awesome. That's hot. All the time. I, I don't that's go anywhere hot. without pen and paper, never, not never. Even when I'm just, you know, we like, he's like, we don't need our pocketbooks. I'm like, wait, I have to have paper and pen everywhere oh I go. God. I can't go anywhere without it. Yeah, right. I sleep with a pad right by my bed or in my bed all the time. That's awesome because I know it's a lot of times I could be out somewhere or something, and I'll be like, dang, I didn't write it down. A lot of times if you don't write it down, you'll forget yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, some of your best ideas come to you when you least expect it. So exactly, it's always good to be prepared. You know, if you're a police officer, you got to have your gun. If you're an officer, you got to have your pen and paper at all times, so you can write stuff down. Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's common, but I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody um, bring that up on the show. But anyhow. So we have, um, let's talk about the books. We have The Pussy Trap 1 and 2. So 1, going into 2, was it kind of like a a, a job, uh, um, what do they call it, a cliffhanger, where you had to wait to find out what happened? Uh, Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, You know, being on Wahida Clark's team, you know, from watching her write, you know, that's one of her mm-hmm. things that she does to keep her, you know, keep her readers excited, keep them ready for the next book is, you know, leave them with something that will keep them wondering, that will keep them thinking, that will keep them talking. So I knew that from her formula of writing that we needed to make sure that we did the same thing to have the same success. You know, you want to be successful, you follow those who have done it before you. Yes. So yes. I did leave a big cliffhanger at the end of part one and it picks right back up in part two at the beginning of part two explaining you know what happened right right from it not going all over the place and the you know the reader has to figure out what's going on next i picked right up at the end of where part one ended and started to write again okay okay wow that's hot yeah why well, hate to see she ain't no joke no, yes, she's I know not. <laughs> um, okay, so tell me, um, have you done any, um, when did this book, re- first of all, when did you release the first one, and then when did you release the second one? Um, the, sec- the first one came out in 2011, November 2011, mm-hmm. and the second one comes out this week on the 31st of October 
um, oh. it will hit. Yes. So okay, so give us. That's that's hot. I didn't know it was that recent. Um, give us the dates of um, not the dates. I'm sorry, you just told us October 31st. So that is Thursday. Is that no? That's Wednesday. Yes, that's I'm Wednesday. Yes. So give us your um information, and if we have any listeners who want to purchase your book, and can they pre-order? Yes, they can. They can pre-order on Amazon. Um, it should be uploaded to Kindle, Nook, and iTunes this week as well. Um, you can also get it from Waheeda Clark Presents right from the company. Um, you can order from her, and um, it, can, it will be shipped out to you. Yes, that's those are the ways to get a hold of that. Okay. So have you, um, well, do you plan on, well, no, for the first one, did you do any book signings, book tours? How did that go? Um, well, being as though um, we always have something out, we usually do a lot of, um, you know, touring around, mostly in this particular area, Jersey, New York, um, DMV, our big fans of Wahida Clark, which is, you know, the D.C., Virginia, Maryland area. So we all were ways down there, DC Book Diva, T Styles, um, the literary joint, they're real big on making sure they promote WCP authors. So usually we just go hard, you know, Wahida always got something out new, so you know, wherever she's at, she carry WCP with her. So we just, you know, really got the momentum going and one of the biggest things that has helped us is the social network. Um, mm-hmm. being on the Facebook you know, promoting, and you have a lot of loyal book clubs who go hard for authors, you know, once they respect your pen and they know mm-hmm. that you have something that's worth, you know, talking about, worth reading, you know, you get a lot of support. You got your dominoes, you got, you know, Readers Are Us, you have, you know, a lot of um, females out there. We call them Team WCP, the divas, because they go mm-hmm. hard. They They push, 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 push your work, so... You know, you got to promote. you got to be out there, you know, plugging. Yes, you plug, yes, plugging your links, putting them on those book clubs, making friends, and um, yep. talking, being personable with the readers. You know, they write the paycheck. You know, the yep. readers are the who we write for. So, you know, getting personable with them and talking with them, and, you know, they really support you really, really hard. So, yeah, that helps a lot. That's awesome. And, um just to touch on what you just said about having um about having the social networking and actually push push pushing a lot mm-hmm. of it's a lot of authors brand new authors who don't realize you have to make your presence known yeah nobody's going to automatically just find your book because it's on Amazon because it's on the internet because you created a website do you know how many other websites it is online yes, so i always yeah, try to push that because um, they don't, um, some of them don't, they don't, I'm not going to say they just They just won't do it, but I think a lot of them don't know. Yeah, it, so. takes, it takes a lot, you know, and sometimes, you know, you see other people's fame and you think that it, like, it happened overnight. But when you look at Quan, when you look at Treasure Blue, mm-hmm. um, you know, T-Styles and those types of authors who keep some coming, Ashley and Jaquavis, you know, they had a long time, you know, in this business. And they, they took the bumps and the bruises and, you know, they made it possible so that now people can 
put a book out there and, you know, follow the steps that they follow and become successful. You know, the big major deals is not out there for everybody, you know, because, it's you know, the industry is saturated right now. So you don't have, you know, a lot of new authors getting the major deals, but you have this ebook line where you can put things out on the ebook, and then you have big supporters of Kindle Nook and iTunes. And, um, you know, get yourself out there, you know, get people reading your work, you know, hustle, 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 hustle. Exactly. (laughs) Got to hustle. That is definitely true. So tell me, um, what would you say besides push, push, push and hustle, hustle, hustle? (laughs) What kind of (laughs) advice would you give um, someone who is, I'm not going to say someone who's already writing, but um, a new um someone who's looking to be a writer. I know there's so many people out here who want to write a book, who want to be, and then some of them have the wrong conception that, oh, I'm going to get this big book deal. What kind of words would you have for them, somebody who has a great story and just wants to write or may may be an authentic writer, may have the passion inside and just want to write? What kind of advice would you give to them who they're thinking about stepping out into the, um, the field right now? Um, definitely become a student of your craft. Um, you know, don't slight yourself, you know, study, 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 study. You know, we are blessed because, you know, we got a great team behind us, you know, but everybody don't have Wahida Clark, right. you know, everybody don't have, you know, some of the big people yeah. in the industry backing them, you know, her name alone, somebody say, oh, it's exactly. Wahida Clark presents, so, okay, I'm going to cop that, but everybody yeah. does not have that. So become a student of the craft. Study, study, study. You know, read. Um, go and find out. You know, talk to different authors who are already successful. Um, try to see if they can share some things with you. And the best thing that they have right now, like I just said a minute ago, is that social network. You know, getting on there, making friends, you know, going out, doing appearances, letting people see you. You know, these contests, we do contests and, you know, getting your work out there, you know, letting it, putting it in the hands of real readers. You know, they are the ones with the word of mouth that can, you know, really blow you up if your work is good. But don't, you know, don't give up, you know, definitely don't give up, you know, continue to write and study, you know, find out what you need to do. People like yourself, you know, do these interviews, you know, with with real people who understand the the written word, who can get you out there and put you out there. So, yeah, they definitely got to become a student of the craft and and learn the industry, you know, learn the Mm -hmm. industry. Absolutely. Okay. From the words of author Nene Capri. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. We're going to take a quick break, and I'll be right back. I'll be here.
Good evening. If you just tuned in with us, tonight our guest is author from, uh, she's actually a part of Wahida Clark Presents, and her name is author Nene Capri. She is the author of The Pussy Trap 1 and 2, and The Pussy Trap 2 actually drops Wednesday, and um, you can definitely find her on uh, Facebook. I believe she's on Twitter. And um, pick up that copy of the Pussy Trap too. You might want to get one if you didn't get the first one already. However, Miss Nene Capri, tell me yes. any um, projects you have coming up. I know the book drops on Wednesday, but yes. like, what are your plans as a writer? Where, what direction are you taking this in? Um, for one, we're definitely getting ready to hit the the tour. Um, we'll be going up and down the East Coast. Um, I'm not sure of all the tour dates at this particular time. Um, however, I will be posting them on Facebook um, and the Pussy Trap Real Readers Club, as well as my personal page, at Nene Capri, as well as on Twitter, um, at Nene Capri. Um, besides that, I'm writing two other novels at the same time. I usually write two books at the same time. I don't know why it just happens like that. <laughs> but I have two mm-hmm. books that I am writing because I am in the law. Um, wow. And, about to go to law school, I want one to have uh, that twist to it. So one of them has that, that legal twist to it with a street element and mm. um, have another series that I'm starting, still untitled, because, you know, the titles come to me mm-hmm. you know, at different times. Got so. that pen and paper, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that pen and paper. So as the, yeah. you know, the characters continue to speak and they come to life, um, I'll have that out um, shortly. Um, I also just did a short story entitled Shattered, which is in an anthology called Love is Blind, where 100% of the proceeds go into a battered woman's shelter in New Jersey. I had the privilege of working with Boo um, Jackson, and um, she reached out to authors, there's five of us, and each one of us are trying to give back um, with our writing. And that was, you know, really personal to me because I had a young lady who grew up under me, um, you know, I watched her grow up. She was murdered by her boyfriend, you know, once she broke up with him, mm-hmm. you know, late, leaving behind a young son. So mm-hmm. that is very, um, you know, personal to me. So it was an honor and a privilege, you know, to, to do that work. And, you know, I'm really hoping that it generates, you know, a nice amount to help, you know, another woman or even a man because a lot of men are also affected by domestic violence. You know, I mm-hmm. hope it does do a lot of good um, for them. Wow. Awesome. Um, well, you know what? You could keep up the good work. And um, I'm excited about this book coming out. I may grab the uh, Kindle. I like the physical book, but the Kindle sold, like, right now, right now. <laughs> yeah. And I know. You didn't, You came from under Wahida Clark, baby. I know. I know I'm not going to be able to put it down. Oh, so um, I appreciate that. I'm humble. You know, I know it's a lot of people whose pen lays hotter than mine do. You know, we're just blessed that we are able to tell good stories. You know, we're working right. on becoming, you know, a good author, but we just beginning. And, you know, we're blessed and we're thankful um, to all the readers who read our work and people like yourself who, who want to speak to us and find out what we're doing, and we, you know, we're just humble about the whole experience, and I thank you, you know, for having us on the show, and, you know, all the real readers who are out there supporting the written word, we appreciate it. 
No problem. That's what we are here for, and Black Writers Space will definitely be supporting you. Um, you know what? What's your Twitter? What's your Twitter again? I don't know if I'm following you on Twitter or not. I'm at Nene Capri on Twitter. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna make sure so I can uh, retweet you. The beat. The book cover is the um the AV. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely keep up the good work. Congrats on the second book and the Thank the you. two. You say you're currently writing two at the yes. same time? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do that. They just, the, the people, they start talking to me and they just want to be born. So wow. I'm going to give them an avenue to do that. I appreciate it. I see you're going to have um, coming right behind me a very dynamic author, intelligent a lot. Um, from WCP, author Licking License, I have to say. Yes. Um, he is a dynamic person, you know, and to emerge from the depths of his prison cell 18 years later and uh, have two novels. He is a powerful gentleman. I know you're going to enjoy that interview. I'm going to I'm gonna stand by while you interview him so I can listen. <laughs> okay, great, great. Yeah. Um, we'll continue to um, definitely... Um, Follow the updates with Black Writer Space, and um, I definitely want to try to have something where I can just get Wahida Clark presents authors here in Chicago and do something big. So that would um, be great. We would love to it come. Would. Yes, yes. I'm working, y'all. I'm working. I'm trying. I am so trying. My <laughs> it's just in my heart to just support authors, support writers, and just just I don't know, just be the voice. And I'm working on a program for writers who are incarcerated. Because I yes. know it's so many who have books and, and poetry that they want to get published and they just can't. So yes. Um, yes. I commend yes, everything that you guys are doing, how hard we you work, you. and um, keep up with the good work. Thank you very, very much. And, you know, hit me anytime. I'm there. You need me to come and speak or do anything, just let us know and we're there. Okay. Not a problem. <laughs> Okay, will you enjoy the rest of your evening? Yes, ma'am, you do the same. Thanks for having us. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, awesome, 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 awesome author. If you missed the interview, I am Miss Mocha. This is Black Writer Space. Please go back and listen. Today we, I have two of... Um, Two authors that come from under a, a real hard push, hustler, for real, show enough, a plan. Wahida Clark presents. So um, I guess today is, is is their day. Today is their day, and Black Writers Face definitely supports Wahida Clark and her authors and writers. And um, next I have coming up is uh, author Intelligent Allah. So I'm going to bring him on. He has a great story and um, a couple of books he has and an awesome writer, and we're just going to bring him on. Hello? Hi, I was calling in. I had a question for Nene. Oh, Lord, Nene, is, she's not on. I, I picked up the wrong line. Nene just went off. I'm sorry, oh, but what did you want to ask okay. her because she's still oh. listening? Yes, well, also, I could ask it of the next author. I'm a first-time publisher. I wrote several works, and I just wanted to see if I could find out what's the one big mistake they could warn a new publisher about, a person who's a new publisher. first time getting their work published, an author. That's a good question. So what I'll do is 
In my interview with um, Intelligent Allah, I'll ask him. Absolutely. I'm sure he can give some <laughs> insight on okay. that. But thank you so much for listening. So I was any one, either one, I just figured they're both. I was listening to her, and I feel like I really tuned in at the right time, and I'm getting some useful information and insight, so I appreciate it. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for listening, and um, talk to you soon. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Hi. Intelligent law. Hi. How are you? I'm sorry, I picked up the wrong line, but it was a uh, listener. Yeah, things just... happen. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started. Thank you so much for coming on with us tonight. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you had me. You know, I'm all with it. So. Not a problem. Let's go ahead and and, and just jump off into your story now. Um, sure. You have a um, very interesting bio. You yes. served 18 and a half years in prison. Yes, I did. Yep, yeah, I was recently okay, released on so August 24th. Yeah. Okay, so tell us um, how your writing and everything got started, and um, like, were you did you start writing from a child? How did that start? Have you always just yeah. had the passion? Okay. Okay. Um, well, pretty much, you know, I came up in East New York, Brooklyn, and uh, a lot of my friends gravitated toward uh, rap industry. Um, you know, did some small things. Nobody really became major, but you know, I was one of them. And uh, so, in 1994. I was an aspiring uh, rap artist, and I was also dabbling in poetry since I was younger. And um, unfortunately, you know, I ended up incarcerated. And while I was incarcerated, you know, I learned that I could no longer, you know, resort to the violent ways, you know, to resolve a lot of issues. And I had to challenge prison conditions, you know, through writing. You know, I had to complain about situations. So that was like my first step into really changing my dynamics of writing. So um, from then, I went on and took a uh, fiction class in 2001, and that's when I was introduced to fiction. So, you know, from there, it's been pretty much just, I've done everything pretty much from press kits to articles and essays to fiction, you know. I was fortunate enough, you know, to be blessed with the opportunity by Wahi the Clark to put out a licking license. Mm, okay, okay. So tell me how, that's like a, a series, right? Well, I know you yeah, had one um, and two. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, the first one came out in 2010, and then we put out part two, Licking License 2. So, and there'll be one more. Um, I, I actually anticipated just closing it off with two, but, you know, the story just it just kept going. Sometimes you got to follow the story instead of trying to make the story follow you, so to speak. So it's going right, to be part two. Right, right. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Follow the story instead of making the story follow you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Um, okay, now this other book, Locked Up. What's what's the the other but book? But not I locked can? down. Locked up, but not locked down. Okay, tell me about that one. Yeah, um, that is an anthology that was put out uh, pretty much by people that was in prison that that mm-hmm. served time but were either incarcerated when they wrote. So you know, I was selected to write two pieces for that. So I have a priest in there called Love Heller Wright, which pretty much chronicles my life story coming up, you know, getting introduced to the streets and falling straight and then coming to prison and, you know, and growing into an adult and gaining, you know, a knowledge of myself and really doing some introspection, you know, and, and writing plays a large part of that. So that story is in there. Then I have a piece called From Surviving to Thriving, which pretty much 
deals with, you know, how I cope with incarceration, and which one of the main things I had to get through my head was discipline, you know, to gain discipline. So I did that through diet, becoming a vegetarian and a vegan, you know, and getting into health and staying physically fit. So those are pretty much what that piece deals with. Mm. Okay, tell us this. Tell us um, how... Tell us mm-hmm. how writing helped you survive while you were in prison. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, one thing about writing, I, as as me as an artist in general, like I said, you know, I dealt with hip-hop before. That. I'm also into um, visual arts, uh, so I'm into graphic arts as well. So for me, it's about the whole creative process. And when you're in prison, you know, you're, you're limited to do so many things and you're told you're lower to the earth and you're isolated from society. But through mm-hmm. writing and other arts, you know, it proves to me that, you know, there's a creative nature and there's something in us that we can produce and we can put forth and that we can also use this to reach society. That was a big part of my prison um, coping with incarceration was learning that while I was I was in prison, but prison is not in me. So by that, I had to always reach my myself over those bars and make connections and network and, you know, remain a part of that larger society that I wanted to join. So writing was integral to that. Wow. Okay. And uh, awesome. That's awesome. And that's, you know what, that's so common. We have, like I was just telling Nene, we have so many writers who are in prison and have books that they want to publish or things that they have written and just uh-huh. don't know how to go about getting it published and this and that, and it's not so many. You know, I know Wahida, she's real heavy in that. But other than yeah. that, someone who doesn't know, they just don't know, they don't have the connections, they don't know anybody with the connections. So, um Black writers yeah. looking into trying to um, start a program like that to to just go globally because that's I hmm. think that's very much needed and as well increasing the literacy rate. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. If I could be any help with that, you know, you can always reach out to me. You know, I know a lot of dynamic writers behind bars. You know, and I know what it is. You need insight on that. So Absolutely. Definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to reach out to um, Black Writer Space authors because once you come on the show, you are part of the Black Writer Space team. So, okay. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, yes, you, Nene, Wahida, everybody, I'm trying to. Uh, well, we're all basically through our writing trying to change some things, trying to make some changes, uh, bless yeah. some people, and actually change the world. So. That's what it's really yeah. about. But um, I definitely commend you for um, your works, and I'm going to say that I love the um, the book covers. Yeah. And, but I think the the one that one uh, locked up but not locked down. I think that's my favorite. Yeah. That's definitely my favorite. Yeah. yeah. You know the book covers; they do something. You ain't even yeah. got to know yeah. the name of a book when you see the book cover. If the book cover is hidden, you're gonna buy it. Period. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very important. Yeah. Have yeah. you um done any book signings or tours? How is that going? No. With the sale? Uh, you know, pretty much since I've been home, you know, I only been home roughly two months, you know, so I've been pretty okay. much trying to reacclimate myself to society, you know, and I'm from New York originally, Brooklyn, New York. 
but now I'm down okay. in Atlanta, so you know that's a change as well. Oh you know, wow! So I'm work- yeah, you know, so I you know I got a job. I'm working. You know, I'm working on setting up my own um, editorial company. You know, I do editing services as well. You know, I'm getting oh, into graphic. Oh, do you? Art. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You offer editing services. We need to know that for Black Writers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know, I've, I've done some editing. You know, I, I was a contributing editor to you know some Wahi the Clock books. Um, oh, you know, cool. So I'm definitely into that. Yeah. Yeah, you Wait know, a minute. You know See, editing and, this, and writing go hand in hand. Yeah, this this woman is amazing. You mean to tell me she put together a team before any of you guys published y'all books? She had y'all y'all were pretty much working along with her, so y'all got a chance to learn from the best exactly. in all aspects yeah, of the definitely. publishing um, uh, of the process. That's hot. That's yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Because a lot of, um, I was just telling Nini, a lot of authors don't get that. You know, they they want to write and they have the passion, but they're not all uh, privileged to have the right connection with somebody who's actually doing it or has done it, and then you can just learn from them. That's amazing to just be able to learn from someone who's already done it, like a le- you know, and that's just like a legend to you, you know. So yeah. that's how it that's big stuff. Yeah, it's it definitely um benefit, you know, because, like, I, I've done a lot of research on the industry for years, reading all the books you can pretty much think about, from self-publishing to, you know, the traditional publishing. But that's just mm-hmm. theory, you know. But when you have somebody that's a veteran, like Wahida Clark, you know, the school, you can give you a lot of practical things about the, about the game, you know, it's a big difference, you know. So, you know, I, I definitely thank her, you know, so much. She's been integral to me, you know, as well as Nini. You know, Nini helped me a lot since I've been home, you know. So, yeah, it's definitely good to be a part of the fam, you know. Absolutely. Um, tell me, what was that? My mind just went blank. This is amazing. Y'all just blowing my mind tonight because I knew, okay, well, I hate a Clark, she hot. But having a chance to have some of her authors on, that just really just opens up the horizon for just like wow this is this is like an enterprise she kind of like built the enterprise and you guys were like the the um the team behind the scenes you know what i'm saying that's huge yeah so yeah. um congrats to both of you guys now tell me um how, if someone wants to purchase your book your books mm-hmm. licking license yeah. one and two and then you have um the other yeah. titles how would they contact you or purchase? Are you on Amazon? Can you give us your website, if you have a website information? Yeah, um, yeah, I have a, a website, lickinglicense.net, um, so they can go on there. There's a link to Amazon. Uh, you know, you can go directly to Amazon. You can also go to okay. Waheeda's site, um, you know, which is wclarkpublishing.com. Or, I mean, you can just Google it. I mean, if you, you Google Lickin License, you're going to get pages, you know, book mm-hmm. reviews and, and places where to mm-hmm. order it. So you know, uh, it's definitely out there in cyberspace. You know, we're available on eBooks as well, so iPod, Kindle, and you know, it's in a lot of bookstores. You know, uh, why heater has good distribution. You know, she put out quality material, so it's, it's yeah. in a lot of bookstores. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, the caller that called in, I'm going to let you answer this. She wanted to know what kind of advice do you have for a publisher? <laughs> um, in terms of. Uh, publisher trying to do what exactly? Like, well, she she said she published a couple of books and just um okay. I don't know I, I guess uh, maybe she's yeah. just asking about the industry as a whole. Yeah. Like, what kind of advice would you have? I guess with you, well, that would be 
you know, that's a great connection with you working under Wahida and watching her with the publishing business and the whole enterprise thing. What kind of advice from what you yeah. learned? You know, yeah, well, what? One, yeah, one thing I can say, you know, cause I, I saw a few of my friends, you know, they tried to tackle that, uh, you know, the publishing game, even from behind bars with their families, setting up companies. You know, and then I seen Wahida do it. You know, Wahida, she had a start in prison as well. But one thing I can say, um, which undercuts a lot of people in finance, you know, it's 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 an expensive endeavor. You know, you, you have to have that money and you have to have a strong team. You know, buying any business, you're going to have a strong team. And that's what puts Wahida ahead of a lot of publishers. she got a strong team. She know how to pick the right people to do the right things. Mm-hmm. So um, I would definitely suggest that. And um, sometimes, uh, you know, you may want to do the venture, but it may not be economically uh, feasible, you know, because um, you know, what's, what's going to happen a lot of times, you try to cut corners and do things you don't want to pay editors, and, you know, then you get a product that's shoddy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. it's not well received. So, you know, you, you want to, you know, you want to try to, uh, you may want to explore a different options. You may want to try print-on-demand, which is something, you know, you won't make as much money as you publish just yourself, but you make a decent amount of money. You won't have the wide distribution, but sometimes you got to start off small to get your foot in the door. So, but, um, uh, like, um, you know, my fellow author, you know, my sister Nini Caprici said it best earlier, you know, um, when you want to get in this game, you got to study the craft and you got to study the business. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a lot of, a lot of different options you can take as a publisher, but you just got to, you got to look out there and you got to network, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Got a network. I can't stress that no more than yeah. um, like <laughs> yeah, Nene said, hustle, hustle, hustle. That's like, That's right. it's, man, it's hustle, what? Yeah. You cannot be sitting twiddling your fingers. Someone's well, I don't know. Um, well, I just published my book and my story is great. Okay, what makes me want to know that? What, what makes me know that your story is great? Like, where? Okay, what? You got to get in folks' faces. So exactly, um, and that, that's. One thing, you know, I, I do appreciate about the street lit game is that, you know, and I wrote an article a while back called Retired Crooks Behind the Books, and it was showing how a lot of the um, authors in the street lit genre pretty much started off in prison or they had time before, you know, before they published their works outside. And, you know, mm-hmm. what happens is you get an element of people that's really like hustlers to the extent that they, you know, took that uh, hustling mentality and did negative things to go to prison. But now they're taking that mentality, you know, to push these books and, you know, to get get it out there. So it's, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a, a hustler's mentality that comes with this game, and you definitely have to have that, you know. Right. Now, I I have the caller. I believe, I think this is the same person. Let me bring her back on. She may have another okay. question or either a comment to what your reply was. Hello? Hi, my name's Tanya. Hello. Hi. Well, how Hi, you doing, I'm Tanya? sorry that- I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for taking my call. I was a little nervous before, so I kind of screwed up the question. <laughs> okay. Okay. But my question is, what if I'm, I'm a first-time author? Well, I wouldn't say I'm a first-time author. This is the first book I'm having published I'm working on now. And I'm wondering, what uh-huh. is the one big mistake you would say you learned in getting your work published? Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's, okay. that's, a, that's a pretty good one. Um, big mistake. Um, one, of, one of my biggest mistakes was really not uh, not knowing the market in terms of uh, exactly what the market wanted. You know, because my, my, my first piece, I, I wrote a, I wrote another book that's unpublished. It, it, it's, in my eyes, it's a good book. 
and it's well written, you know, and I pitched it to Wahida, and she said, yo, it's uh-huh. well written, but it's a slow read, you know, it's very detailed. She said, you know, this type of genre, the people want fast-paced stories, you know. So uh-huh. when, I, when, I, when I was incarcerated, you know, I, I, and I took this time and I wrote Licking License, you know, I wrote it in a specific uh-huh. type of way, you know, to, to gear towards the people that was the market, you know, because in any business uh-huh. you got a market and you got to cater to that market. You know, at the same time, you don't want to compromise your integrity as a writer or a person but you do have to bear in mind that you're not writing for for um, yourself or solely That's anyway. Right. So that was one of my so that probably was my biggest mistake, you know. So I rectified that by coming back with Licking License, you know, which was uh, Don Devin number one bestseller, you know. And then I came with Licking License two, which was nominated for um, got me nominated for a Radical Author of the Year early this year. So you know, I, I'm doing something right now. I learned from those mistakes. Well, thank you so much. That was very useful information, and I appreciate it. Okay. I'm glad I could help you. Thanks. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Great question. Great answer. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on Black Writer's Face and chatting with us tonight. We will definitely be supporting you. And Okay. Are you on Twitter? <laughs> Um, yeah, uh-huh. I'm on Twitter, um, at Intel Writer. Yeah, so I'm Intel. on there. Uh, I really got to... Is that know, Intel with two L's? Uh, yeah, two L's. You know, I'm also okay. on Facebook, um, Author Intelligent Law. Um, you can license. We have a group up there, uh, as well as uh, Vance Burroughs, which is one of my aliases. You know, I'll be probably putting out some nonfiction work under that name. So. Okay, then. Yeah. So I th- thank you for having me, though. You know, it's definitely a blessing. You know, hopefully you know, we'll get back up at a later date. Right. Anytime. Like I was telling Nene, I really would like, love to. Um, I'm having my second annual author and writers event in May. I have the first one this May. And I just kind of uh, used the authors that we had here in Chicago. But I'm re- definitely branching out, especially like with the radio show and getting all these different uh-huh. connects. And, um like I said, my goal is just to pump and pump and pump and support uh, authors and writers, whether you're well-known, local, or whatever. So yeah. I would love to get Wahida Clark Presents um, authors here in Chicago to do something big. So um, okay. I'll definitely be in contact with you guys. Okay. Yeah, definitely. All right. Okay. And you enjoy right. the rest of your evening. I will. You too. All right. Thank you. Okay. Peace. Bye-bye. Awesome, awesome, awesome. If you missed this show, please go back and listen. Um, when we have people on who are um, connected with um, names in the, in the publishing game, that's like life. That's that's advice for life. Like you, I mean, they worked under Wahida Clark. Now they've branched out and they're doing their own thing. But they were a part of her team. That's that's like that's big. For real, like if you're thinking about writing your book or whatever, go back and listen to the um, advice and just different little experiences. Everybody got a story, and Nene, she so this girl, so um, she is working it. She working on two books at the same time. She keep her pen and pad right next to her bed. What? She can't leave home without it. That's you talking about somebody loyal. That's passion. That's big. So anyway, um, I really do appreciate both of you all coming on the show. 
Um, I look forward to having you back. And like I said, we're going to work on trying to get some kind of event going in Chicago. We can bring Wahida Clark Presents to Chicago. And then that gives it a chance for the readers who are in Chicago because they already have a large uh, following. So um, that just gives everybody a chance to get some get the book to Chicago, you know. So it may be some people who like Urban Lit who just don't know about you yet. But anyhow, that's just what we do. That's what I do here at Black Writer Space. That's my whole purpose is to um, get the word out globally and at the same time increase the literacy rate. So um, I thank you guys for joining us today. We will be back tomorrow, tomorrow um, at 6 p.m. My guest, I'm supposed to have um, um, Sweet LD from the uh, group, 35, Old Town 357. Do y'all remember them? I know you do. From... uh, they they were with uh, MC Hammer. Um, I should have uh, Sweet LD tomorrow at 6 p.m. So stay tuned. I'll be updating. Uh, continue to follow me on Twitter and Facebook. I do have a blog. I do need to update the blog as usual. Um, y'all got to give me some slack. I am a photographer too, so I'm trying to juggle both of these. And they real both of them are heavy. But anyhow, um, the blog is Black Writer Space. Dot blogspot.com and that's Black Writer Space with two S's. So um, continue to follow us. I will continue to, to support you guys and um, you have a blessed evening. Talk to you later. Have you ever felt alone? Living, laughing, and loving my way through. Sharon Monet returns with a collection of poetry that will encourage you to laugh, love, and move forward in any facet of life. With each poem, Sharon Monet uses the power of love, forgiveness, and happiness to tell a tale of life after the storm. Laughing will keep you smiling. Living will keep you inspired. And loving will define your self-worth, thus giving you no reason to doubt your future, but will inspire you to walk through it with joy. The newest collection of poetry entitled My Side of the Story focuses on the thoughts, feelings, emotions, life's obstacles, racial inequality, and heartbreaks which women often leave untold. These poetic stories written by Sharon Monet doses her readers with ounces of her own life, allowing others to know that she shares the feelings of being hurt, taken advantage of, loved, cared for, appreciated, and or enraged. For booking information and media inquiries, please contact prtiffany7 at gmail.com or call 219-292-6266. Visit her website at www.sharonmonet.com. That's C-H-A-R-R-O-N-M-O-N-A-Y-E dot com. My side of the story. My side of the story. My side of the story.